Hello, happy Yule. I come with no logs. (laughs) Hello, and happy solstice to you as well. Thank you. (laughs) How awesome do you feel today? Oh, I feel wonderful today. (laughs) It's a magical freaking day. Of course, we're recording in in advance of this magical day, so we're leading up to. Yes. But in anticipation of feeling awesome the day and magical the day this airs. Especially since we don't work that day. <laughs> yes. Woohoo! <laughs> so it is pretty awesome to have Yule, the winter solstice, and Christmas, and all of these things, Festivus, coming up. So what magical tidings can you bring today? What magical tidings? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're talking old old timey now. (laughs) Well, I mean, we this is the winter solstice, as you mentioned. The days will be getting longer. We're going to be ramping up towards spring. Of course, it's super cold. You know, (laughs) getting colder before we ramp up to spring. But you know, it's coming. Just having the daylight get longer, I think, is a tremendous help. But so, you know, we, like you mentioned, we are in the Christmas season, the Yuletide, um, and now it's solstice. And these things were actually, you know, pretty much one and the same. Wait, shout out to my pagan friends. Um, Us Christians took a lot of the pagan celebrations and rituals and kind of tweaked them and made them our own. Hijacked. Hijacked. (laughs) You know, borrowed yeah, we just hijacked them and made them our own. <laughs> you know, I wasn't around 2,000, 20 years ago. I didn't do it. Yes. So, well, they don't go back quite that far. But so the Christmas tree, you know, we're decorating our Christmas trees now. And some of us have black trees. Yes, some of us have. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter as well went and got a black tree this year. <laughs> Funny story. My granddaughter doesn't like it. Oh. Um, so I have a pink tree and a green tree at my house. So my daughter has a black and a silver tree at her house. Mm. My granddaughter told me last night that she doesn't like them because they're not, she likes grandma's green tree. <laughs> so <coughs> we're going to have to get her a regular tree. <laughs> I think they were bucking to swap trees with me yesterday and that wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, so the Christmas tree. Um, it started out as the Yule tree for um, with the pagans, and it was a symbol of basically continual life. You know, they're they're evergreens. They are evergreen. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they used to decorate them. You know, sometimes with trinkets, coins, uh, maybe some food, but to represent wishes for the following year. The food would be a bountiful harvest um, to represent a bountiful harvest, and then so we kind of turned around as Christians and did the same thing. Um, at one time, I know that there would be apples used on the trees. At one time, actual candles. Yes, actual candles. <laughs> um, and, you know, they make those ornaments that look like candles mm-hmm. or, um, you know, I think they bubble and so it looks like they're flickering. I don't even like the look of that. Because no. it just looks like your house is going to fucking catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I'm a little paranoid about that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, I've got, rightly so, because, you know, fire is bad. Yes. Being homeless in the winter is bad. 
Um, but I am super paranoid about that kind of thing. And so, no, uh, typically not open flames in Barbara's house at all. Um, I don't even do candles that much anymore. I've gotten paranoid in my old age, you know, when you have to pay for your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there would be real candles on the tree, real food. And of course, since they cut down their own trees, there was probably real critters in there as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had bugs and stuff inside a tree, but not an actual critter, because we used to do live trees back in the day. But so, yeah, we borrowed the Christmas tree. The Yule tree has turned into the Christmas tree. One of my probably favorite traditions, I think, for Christmas. I mean, there's a lot of Christmas things that I like, but I like having the tree inside, and I like decorating it, and, you know, I just like the look of it. But, you know, I'm a tree hugger chick anyway. You are. So I like a tree inside. I was looking into some of the other traditions and mistletoe is also something um, that is more, comes more from the pagans. Um, But they would decorate, they'd bring plants inside their house and decorate uh, the winter with the green uh, evergreens. I'm sorry, my brain stopped working there for a second. And mistletoe, of course, is a, a green evergreen plant. But um, the reason we kiss under it is actually goes back to um, Odin. And his son was killed by an arrow that was poisoned by mistletoe. Hmm. And his mother, of course, was devastated. This was her beloved son. So she vowed that that plant would never be used as a weapon again. And she would kiss anyone that walked below it. And so that is why we... Um, kiss under mistletoe today. Well, how sweet. I know. So yeah, kind of bad. <laughs> you know, Loki killed Balder, son of Odin, um, with mistletoe, but because of it now we kiss under mistletoe. So I wonder if Loki is like really mischievous or maybe he's just accident prone. I don't know what it is, but is he really mischievous? He's not the bitter angel. I think he's really... <laughs> was really that mischievous i don't think he was just having an accident that you know changed the course of history okay just check in you, you have a, a whole new uh appreciation for oh that great that you know major catastrophe might have just been an oopsie no maybe not an oopsie so then one of the other awesome things about the christmas and yuletide season is eating all the good food, which now, in my case, starts with Thanksgiving and then just slides on down into <laughs> into Christmas. You know, in the winter, your crops aren't growing. They're all done. Hopefully, you stored enough. And, you know, you may have a goat or something that you can slaughter. But um, other than that, if you didn't already have it by wintertime, you're not going to have it. Um, so what they would do is they would eat well and kind of... Did, in the hopes for a prosperous coming year. And so we eat real well at Christmas time. <laughs> so not so much the other, it's the, it's the cookies and the snacks and all the stuff that you make excuses to eat. But I like it. I'm taking the excuse. <laughs> I'm eating the cookies. So again, if anyone needs to know where to send Barbara's cookies to, <laughs> we can get you that address. <laughs> Don't be shy. (laughs) (laughs) 
shameless plug for cookies <laughs> inserted here. Uh, so what are you doing for this solstice? I am I am really just appreciating um the stillness. So a lot of interesting things are happening on this particular year that hasn't happened in 800 years. So uh, when you think about the solstice, it is the kind of reversing the course of the planet. It's not going backwards, but it's, it's the downward bounce of the ball. So it is the changing of the course of the planet and the days get longer, the sunshine, the return to the sunshine. So in this particular day is like a standstill. It is the lowest point to begin the revelation back the other way. That standstill actually has something to do with the word solstice. Hmm. Sol for sun, and then uh, I forget uh, what the actual mm-hmm. word in Latin was. Forgive me, I don't have any show notes for that. <laughs> but it literally means sun stands still. Yes. So it stands still for a second before it reverses and gets the days get longer. Yeah, the days get longer. So I, again, I've said many times I like the fall, I like the spring, and the winter seems endless, and it's really not, but it just feels that way because it's cold, and uh, <laughs> I don't like it, but it's really beneficial. It it allows the trees and the plants and everything to have a break and the time of stillness for them, so good for them. And it does allow me to have some stillness, too, because I kind of lock myself away in the winter, <laughs> which I like very much. But this particular year um, for the winter solstice, it, it again, it, 800 years, this, ha- this Jupiter-Saturn um, alignment has not happened in this way. And you get a visual benefit of the Christmas star tonight. If you look to the uh, southwest, it will shine bright for your beautiful eyes. And so the astrologer that I listen to on TikTok, who seems to know her stuff, she has a YouTube channel too, and you can listen to her way in depth. Her name is Marin Altman. So she says to do something kingly. Uh, People born under this Jupiter-Saturn transit, um are kingly and it's royalty. So it's possible that Jesus could have been born under this. When you think about the Christmas star, we don't really have an actual time because the Bible plays bait and switch in a lot of things. (laughs) Well, and didn't they say that there was actually a a three-part alignment? Possibly, yeah. Around the time when they say Jesus was born? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but nobody knows because nobody has an actual time or year or anything. We have speculation. So Marin says to start something that day, um, 9.17 a.m., not before, but after that, or 2.02 p.m. Those are the key times to start something, register a business or make a declaration and stick to it. And so that is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to appreciate the standing still and I'm going to cement some things down for myself what is the what do those two times represent why are those the magic times to start something 
You would need to ask Marin that question. I am not an astrologer. (laughs) I listened to her. Um, I want, this was a TikTok video and she has a longer video on it and I didn't write those things down. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) You just, you know me, if someone tells me what's something, you know, yeah, you need to do this. I want to know why before I tell them no. Check out Marin Altman on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you tell them no? (laughs) Because you're not the boss of me. Oh, gotcha. Okay. (laughs) I understand. You have traveled with me enough. (laughs) So also, this is a start of the entering into the age of Aquarius, the air signs, and it is ending the um, many, many, many years of earthbound signs. So things are becoming more ethereal. And a really good indication of that is we're moving away from money and going digital with money. So you don't really see it. It's ethereal. It's in the air. The air signs that's going to be in power until 2159. So it is letting go of the more earthly signs. Um, and those are more about power and capitalism and money and more of the airy fairy and tangible things. Everything in the world is about to shift. Well, I am an earth sign. Me too. And I like the tangible. Yes. Well. I understand the tangible. Yeah. But you're woo-woo, so you want you to be... <laughs> <laughs> So you may understand and, and appreciate this, where the direction that we're going, but I, I do appreciate the tangible. Well, it's... Nothing is going to happen overnight. It is a phased process. They're going to be in power, you know, until 2159. So, you know, you, you'll you have some time to ramp into it and maybe you'll get comfortable with these things. Okay. I highly doubt it. It's possible. <laughs> I know you. Uh, you know me. Yeah. Or maybe it's time for you to get a little woo-woo, too. I'm trying. I was smoking the medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Again, tangible, though. Tangible. That is tangible. Speaking of that, how how was your intuition and your woo-woo-ness going? I haven't really experienced anything yet. Nothing that I can pinpoint, you know, had the, another thinking about someone and then they messaged me, but it was a typical day of the week that they normally message me anyway. So mm. yeah, not necessarily a, you know, an intuition thing, maybe just a, well, it's about time. It's, you know, Sunday. So, <laughs> so now I'm trying to read into things. Yeah. You know, was that my intuition? Was that a sign? Was that? A coincidence. So, yeah, now I'm trying to read into any little thing. Well, I have a story for you. Oh. So this dude in Dumfries, Virginia, his name is Kwame Cross. Okay. He, I don't know if he's woo-woo. I just know that he was watching TV. In the background of whatever the hell he was watching, there was a house number that had the numbers 7314. And this number was calling to him. So on December 5th, 
he bought 160 lottery tickets with that number on it. And he freaking won. Oh my gosh. Each ticket was worth five grand, so he got $800,000. Wow. He had this intuition, this spark, and he's like, I'm doing something about it. That's got to... But see, now there's something... $160 worth of gumption to do something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm hesitant to spend $5 on lottery tickets because, you know, that's $5 in my pocket now if I don't spend it and if and when I lose and 99% of the time I've played, I have lost. Now I'm just light $5 where, you know, at least I was still had my $5. This man went $160 deep in his pocket on an intuition. I don't have that kind of... Sureness? I don't even have that kind of feeling about my stuff. Mm. Mine is more, you know, I, I figure it out later. You know, when one person has cheesecake, one person has brownies, and I make cheesecake brownies. <laughs> so it's not until later that I figure mine out. It's it's not like a calling or a a urge or anything that I need to do something. I need to follow this. Um, so mine aren't like that. So kudos for you for making that $160 investment in the $800,000. Yeah. To go. I used to play the lottery a lot. I haven't in a long time. So I'm going to pay attention to my feelers and see what happens. I think well, I've kind of turned them off. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of turning off feelers, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> Remind me of that. Um so now, now that we're talking about the lottery and we're talking about my intuition, there is someone that I used to talk to about the lottery on a regular basis. And every once in a while, we talk about how we still haven't got those lottery tickets yet. So now, mm. let's mark this. We will see if at some point this person brings up the lottery to me. Okay. So I'm going to think about that person. Okay. And think about the lottery. And then if so, if within the next couple of days they mention lottery to me, and I'm going to be careful not to mention it first. You got to do it. Yeah. Or then I know, you know, which way the, the information highway goes. Hmm. Yep. So I'm going to be thinking. What a good experiment. Yes. Okay. Marking it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a couple other, like, Really wonky lottery stories that I found as well that all happened in December. On December 6th, the day after Kwame uh, won his 800 grand, the Massachusetts lottery had 50 winners in their pick five. The numbers that these people picked were 3, 9, 15, 21, and 27, and that is the vertical line on the lottery ticket when you fill out the little bubbly bet slips. So they all parked the car and went in and picked the line. <laughs> yes, they picked the line. And each one of them won 48 grand. For just circling them down the stripe. Yes. Wow. So then December 1st, we're going to go back a week. In South Africa, the National Lottery, it's much like Powerball, and I think they do call it the Powerball, so it has that extra digit on the end that makes it super special, right? So the draw numbers were 
five, six, seven, eight, nine, with the Powerball being 10. I'll have to tell my fish about that because I think they're all from Africa. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) 20 people won 5.7 million, which is in U.S. dollars is 369,000. 79 other people got everything but the Powerball number. If they're going to go, you know, five to nine, why not go the extra mile and do 10? But whatever. So. (laughs) But that's an extra dollar. Well, you have to pick the number anyway for that. So, like, they just went random and picked something out of sequence. Oh, yeah. If you can pick it anyway. Yeah. Okay. Then that was dumb. That was dumb. (laughs) Yeah. If you're just going, you know, right down the line. But that sequence has never, you know, come up before. But eventually, a sequence of numbers does have to come up. Eventually. I I would just never think that something that is supposed to be completely random would be in a a line like that. Yeah. I agree. But they won. Good for them. Good for them. So there is wonkiness around the lottery, I feel. Okay. I don't know. Uh, So good luck to you all. I will, again, put out my feelers and see what I feel about it, but I haven't played in a long time. Per listener request, someone sent me a message to get a catfish (laughs) update who could not wait any longer. Oh, well. You know, you watch these shows, these catfish shows, and, you know, Dr. Phil that's got the catfish people on or whatever. And it's always these big money requests or it's they're hounding them. And, you know, they it they say things like, you know, my family doesn't think you're real. And these people, oh, no, no, I'm absolutely real. And it's back and forth and back and forth. No, my fish are not like that. I got the lazy fucking fish. <laughs> and evidently, you would think coming into the holiday season, they would be ramping it up. Now, there there are more of them out there now. But they're not, I do not have voracious fish. I have lazy fish. So, and I think my pond is drying up. Hmm. So, for that special listener listener out there, here is the report. (laughs) So, I did get a $15,000 request. Damn. Right? (laughs) From the British fish. (laughs) Now, the British fish has, he, I, I kept thinking there would be several times where he would ask me, for money. I kept waiting for things to happen. He's actually left from the United States to go to Britain. I thought something would happen then. Well, now he's in Canada. And I so I just kept waiting. He had told me that in the business he's in, he's using this piece of equipment and this piece of equipment quit working. They needed to find another one and they located one in, in Texas. So he asked me to help wire the money from Well, from his account. So he wanted to give me his bank account information to wire this money. Someone else's bank account information. That's what I figured. (laughs) So now I became, and this particular fish has thrown me numerous times. Like clearly he's been doing this a while because he does not go about it in the way that I anticipated it would. So he's, like I said, he's kind of knocked me off my, uh, my game a little bit. So he says that he wants me to make this transaction for him because he's on a boat and they don't have a good internet signal, so he can't do banking from it. 
So he wants to give me all his bank account information so that I can log in and make this transfer for him. Now, this scares me even more than him asking me for money because I figure I am, he's stolen somebody else's information. I'm going to log into somebody else's bank account and then guess who's stealing funds. So <clears throat> I just make some excuse about how I'm not comfortable, you know, maybe once we're officially together, then, you know, we can share banking. But until then, I would be, I'm not comfortable getting into his finances. What if something should go wrong? So he doesn't argue with this at all. He's disappointed. You know, I thought you loved me, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't push. Surprise me. He just let it go. And um, so I suggest that maybe his daughter could do it for him. And so he eventually tells me, yes, his daughter did go ahead and do it for him. So I'm like, okay, now we just got to wait for the next scam. So a couple days go by. The transfer, she messed something up. His daughter messed something up in the transfer. Now his bank is frozen and he has to go in person to be able to use his bank again. And of course, assumably his bank is in Britain. So now he's got the machine. He's purchased the machine. He just needs to get it airlifted from the shore to the ship. This is $65,000. Well, he's been able to get a loan for $50,000, and he wants to know if I can cover the last $15,000. Now, I get all excited because, woohoo, I finally get a money request from this one. But I tell him that I'm not really comfortable. Well, first of all, I tell him I don't have that kind of money. So he says, what can you offer? So on your suggestion, I told him that I wanted to have a video call so that we could work out our terms. So he tells me how the video calls don't work on the ship. Um, actually, cell phones don't work on the ship. You can only talk to me on the internet and no video. So my response was something to the effect of, well, if someone was willing to lend me thousands of dollars, I would figure out, you know, I would make a phone call. So he tells me we can have a phone call, but then it never happens. I do not hear from him for maybe two days. And then um, what it turned into, he's disappointed um, in himself, assumably for falling for someone like me, but he doesn't, doesn't wish me any ill will. And he says, take care of yourself. I say, you know, same to you. And that was it. Huh. Literally six weeks or more of this. And he just, just done. <laughs> just fucking done. So it was a little anticlimactic. You know, I was all excited that I got the request, but then they just, when I say no, they just give up and that's it. Just done. So then the Hungarian fish had gone to the Isle of Cyprus. When he was in Cyprus, he was robbed and they stole his laptop. So I knew there was going to be a request there. The farthest he got was asking me to help find the well, specific Apple laptop he needed because, of course, he's in an, on an island, limited availability for computer stuff there. So I kind of hem-haw around. Again, he doesn't push. I tell him there's a company there. I forget what the name of it is, but it's some Apple-friendly company there in Cyprus where he could get stuff. I give him the name of that place. He's fine with that. Again, doesn't push. Weird. So then he comes down with um, he's in the hospital. Hmm. I didn't hear from him for a couple of days. He tells me he's in the hospital. I ask him why. 
what's going on. He says, we need to have a phone call. He doesn't want to, it's too much to text. We never have that phone call. I get no money request. Nothing. Wow. And yeah. Then he tells me he's flying back to the States. So he should have flown back into the States this past weekend. He messaged me to let me know when he would be arriving. I have messaged him to make sure he, you know, got here safely. Nothing. So word has gotten out <laughs> that I am not, that, that I am, uh, you know, not worth the effort, I guess. But yeah, two long game fish just kind of have fizzled out. So the Hungarian and the and the Brit both just kind of gone this this week, and they've both been at least six week projects. I could tell that they were starting to wind down because they either needed to ask for something big or just move on because we were even we weren't even communicating that much anymore. I think we had all gotten bored of one another. So I decided to cast my net for some more fish. Um, So as of one day last week, I had the potential for five on the hook at one time. There's That's no, ambitious. Oh, shit. There is no way I have the brain power to to or the muscles in my eyes to roll those eyeballs that much while I'm talking to these idiots. But um, so I had gotten, like I said, five of them on the hook. Well, three of them have already been flagged by the site and gone. One had come back. He had been flagged. He created the same account with the same pictures and matched with me again. That was fun. So I... That one I said, we've actually matched before. Your account was flagged. What's up with that? So he just said, you know, I don't know. They won't communicate with me. I'm trying to get it rectified. Um, But then he got flagged again. I've had two within the same day get flagged. Like not even any communication. Someone else has already flagged them. So I am down to, I'm down to maybe no fish. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with all my free time now. So like I said, I poked the Hungarian again. Maybe he'll come back and we'll see what kind of what kind of story there is in there. But no official request at all from him. Hmm. Dr. Phil has has made it seem like this is, you know, nonstop action and, you know, all these shows. But it's not. There's a lot of downtime. Maybe it's because I'm a woman. Maybe it's because I'm older. I'm not sure. The people on the show were like elderly, retired, elderly. So, well, and so, and see, I've even thrown in a couple of my own issues, um, you know, so that I might have the opportunity to ask them later for money or, you know, reasons why I can't do something um, for them. So I've set up some, you know, some of these little snippets, scenarios, if you will, and you know, I've not even had the opportunity to use them. Hmm. So it was kind of anticlimactic. On TikTok, there is a lady <laughs> who is on uh, Facebook dating. And I haven't had the experience of being catfished on there. But I don't like many people anyway. But I haven't seen what she sees. And she is in Maryland. So she has a whole lot of men with women's names and she will like somebody and then the next day the pictures are suddenly women and it's just really weird the things that she is seeing that is Um, weird yeah Uh, but she has determined that 99 percent of the catfish have goatees (laughs) 
This is her theory. Oh. <laughs> I would say that... Now I'm going to have to look back. Mm-hmm. I think only one of mine did. How interesting. Now I have noticed that they all have proper names. There are no um, nicknames. So no Mikes. They're Michael. I've had two Michaels. Mm-hmm. Steven. But n- nobody has ever been like, you know, a Mike or a Bob or anything like that. They've all been the proper name. She noted the prestigious colleges. Oh, yes. But could not have proper grammar. <laughs> I have also found um, not only prestigious colleges, but usually ones outside the U.S. Of yeah. the U.S., yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Oxford, um, Helsinki, something or other. Yeah, I've had one from Helsinki. But yeah, the colleges, rarely are they U.S. colleges. And if so, they're places like Yale, Stanford, or Caltech. Hmm. Now, a few of them, because we're here in Ohio, I've seen OSU listed, so I'm hesitant to to like them. Um, I'm to the point where I'm only trying to catch catfish now. I am not actively looking for a real mate on the dating sites, which is, I started out looking for a real human and was getting catfish. Um, I am now only looking for catfish. Um, I did catch a real human, though, in, in there. <laughs> But even that one, I think, went away now, too. Um, uh, that one, I, I was trying to skirt. So that's okay. But yeah, I've even had Ohio State on some of them. But, you know, like I said, we're here in Ohio. Oh, so there is one. I only have one still active on the line. And even as a catfish, I can't because he's just fucking obnoxious. We've gotten into fights. I told him he's a jerk. Oh. Um, <laughs> he had told me... Um, he's in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had told me, oh, I had asked him, you know, is there any chance of you coming back to Ohio? Because basically there's no sense in either one of us wasting our time if you're in Australia. And so he said something to the effect of this conversation is below your intelligence. Oh, well, hello. Right. <laughs> um, and I was, you know, of course, even knowing that this is not a real person, it still pissed me off. <laughs> You know, no, I think it's perfectly intelligent to make sure that the person that I'm talking to might actually be within the same zip code at some any given point. So I told him that it was, you know, I've told him that he is um, he talks down to to me a lot. He he might not. Oh, I said it may get lost in translation, but you come across as condescending. Now, they speak English in Australia. Yes. <laughs> And he said, yes, it must get lost in translation, which I thought was funny because either you're not catching what I'm saying um, or something. I don't like this one. But then he started asking me questions and it was almost like he was going down a questionnaire. Mm. He asked me if I drive. What? Right. (laughs) Because I told him like, you know, hey, I got to, you know, I'm on my way home from work or whatever. And he says, do you drive? I thought it was a weird you know, question, but you know, I guess if you're in Australia, maybe they don't have cars like we do. I mean, yes, to the they same, do. I mean, I know they have cars, <laughs> but I mean, to the same level, like everybody drives, you know, multiple cars. I don't know. If you uh, would watch 90 Day Fiance, you would know that they drive just fine. Well, I know they drive just fine, but you know, maybe he's out in the bush, you know, crikey. I don't know. Um, so, anyhow, yes, I drive. But then he asked me, How long have I been driving? 
so since the, I was 16. Right, so the question got even weirder. Like, what a weird effing question. And so I didn't answer it at first. Then he asked me, like, if I played any sports in school. So I just answered the sports question. And he meant, he's like, you didn't answer my other question. So he made me answer the question about driving. Like, the What? So I was like, yeah, I've been driving like 30 years now. And he's like, that's a long time. And I was like, you know, I'm old. So. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> the questions he's asking me are weird. And and I think because he's weirding me out that I, and his, even the pictures of the guy he stole isn't a cute guy either. So I know I'm not talking to an attractive person, which makes it even worse. Fish hmm. is, fishing has been kind of boring lately. Swam straight up. <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> But then I was, you know, I was on the site and for whatever reason, I had lots of matches coming through, but I think they were all real. So I had to pass on them all. Mm. Have you considered a new site? I've thought about it. But one, this whole thing, like during Christmas is kind of hard. You know, we've got a lot of other stuff going on. But, you know, this did start out as a real search for, for, uh, you know, a real, a real man and, um, I just fell into the whole fishing thing. This was not what I set out to do. I've just continued with it. So getting on a site for the sole purpose of looking for fish almost seems, I don't know, disingenuous on my part because how many real people are going to come across me and I'm not really there for anything but comedic value. Hmm. I get that. Because, you know, I didn't go on here initially to be a fake person. I mean, I'm still a real person. It's still all my info, but I'm not really interested currently. Okay. I I understand. So, sorry for not the comedic gold that we were hoping for. <laughs> I hope I haven't disappointed our listener. <laughs> now, some of the She gets enough catfish of her own. <laughs> situations are funny and I would have to look back at um you know specific conversations to pull out some some gems but I say some off the wall stuff to them sometimes and some of my responses are hilarious to me because of course you know the whole lost in translation I giggled about that for a long time yeah I'd have to look back for specifics but not as not as good as I thought this would be not as entertaining as I thought it would be hmm I wonder if the ones from that particular site are in the same call center or whatever. And maybe those two finally got together and compared notes and go like, yeah, dude, no. <laughs> so now I did realize there seemed to be, at first I thought they might be the same person because they both, de- one was supposed to be Hungarian and the other British, but they both definitely had African accents because I did speak to both of them. Mm-hmm. None of the, I've not spoken to any of the others. Then their timeline seemed to match. They would have, you know, they both left the country around the same time. They both had an issue around the same time. So their time frame seemed to match. And because of one, I did know how to do things with the other better. Right. Um, So, like, I realized them, you saying, them getting you to say, I love you, must trigger something. Um, because the one was real adamant, like we got in an actual fight about me not saying I love you. So it dawned on me that that must be they, if I don't say I love you, I don't must not trust them enough. So I did finally 
very nonchalant slip it in. Not when he was asking me to say it. I was still quite adamant about not doing that. Um, but after this fight, we didn't really talk for a couple days. And so, or just very surface, you know, how are you? So when we did speak again, you know, he said, I love you. And I just very nonchalantly said, you know, I love you too, which was kind of funny because it did stop him in his tracks. And um, he goes, did you just say it? And I said, yes. And of course, you know, oh, I, in these few days, I've realized how much I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so I said it to him and then it was almost immediately that, I need you to do something for me. Yeah. So that is the one thing that I, you know, did glean out of this one is I just need to say I love you sooner. <laughs> <laughs> the long game was your fault. <laughs> the long game was my fault. Absolutely. Um, but what's funny is like, I tell them I'm going to be real slow. You know, I tell them up front and I, even knowing that there are catfish going in, I'd still play it like a real cautious female would. And so I tell them that, you know, uh, one of them, I even had, um, I told them I had a brother, which I do not, uh, my brother's past. Um, but that was one of the things as I was going to set up, I told him that I was going to dinner with my brother and he says, take a picture for me. And I may have mentioned this before, um, so I said, I'll take a picture of me and my brother. You can take a picture of you and your daughter. Well, he sends me a picture of what could be his teenage daughter. And then I tell him that my brother got completely irate when I was trying to take a picture because he doesn't want any part of me in my online dating. So I had this whole scenario worked out in my head where my brother was going to take, mm -hmm. uh, was not going to allow me to transfer money. He, you know, mm -hmm. has his name on my bank account. Like I had all this stuff worked up for when they asked me for money and then it just didn't materialize. <laughs> so I was pretty disappointed because like I said, I, I strategically put stuff in place that I could fall back on. You know, I let them know about other people and other situations before they were excuses so that I could pull them up. Well, remember when I told you this? Mm. <sighs> I overthought it. Well, next time, another fish will come. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Another it's the fish. time. And, and I noticed the last two weeks, they were coming fast and furious. Like, I got way more in the last couple weeks. But, of course, I wouldn't, expect, I wouldn't accept as many before. Um, because the ones I had were just, they were too much. Yeah. They're now that I know what I'm doing, I can take on more, but they're fizzling out way fast. All right. Well, two of them, I never even spoke to hmm. before they were gone. So that's the fishing report. Yep. <laughs> fishing, fishing, fishing. <laughs> Mama's got room in her boat. <laughs> the cooler is packed with ice. That's all that's in there. <laughs> So I could start transporting some COVID-19 vaccines. I got that much ice and, and plenty of room. <laughs> what are the bright sides? Whatever you are celebrating, celebrate the hell out of it. And after today, it will be getting brighter several minutes longer every day. Yes. <laughs> There's so much I could say about religion and blah, blah, blah. Just do you, people. Just do whatever feels good to you. I I went to go shop yesterday and I realized a couple people uh, that I buy for, I typically get Christmas cards for. So I was at the grocery store because I 
I don't normally buy cards there, but it was a one-stop sort of thing. And there was this woman talking to an employee, like right in front of the Christmas card section. And so she, after I like kind of like invade her space, the employee then says, oh, there's somebody trying to get at the cards. So she injects herself in my card viewing. Oh, and uh, she's like, oh, I don't like that one. It says happy holidays. And I'm like, oh, that's my card. <laughs> <laughs> and she said something about uh, an unmarried woman with children. I, she was just like every she mentioned an African-American woman. Of course, she didn't call. She didn't say African-American, like any horrible judgmental thing. She was like landing it right on me. And I'm like, wow. So she stopped the conversation she was already in. Yeah. To then just start telling Dumping. you stuff <laughs> that you didn't want to hear. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's a whole lot of judgment in one sentence. <laughs> and she just looked at me. And uh, so the shirt I was wearing yesterday, it says, as far as I know, I'm delightful. And so she was looking at my shirt and I said, I really am delightful. And she's <laughs> like, I'm not so sure. And I said, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and she moseyed on her merry little way. <laughs> I refrained from calling her a judgmental bitch. I was very nice about it. And I just, I was like, wow, you have a lot of judgments. <laughs> and um, I, I, because I was wearing a mask, I think my eyes might have been very expressive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that conversation then ended quickly because I was not um, echoing her sentiments. <laughs> One awesome thing about Rose, though. <laughs> Is she can basically tell you you're a piece of shit. And in the way she does it, you say thank you. And it's not till later that you realize that she wasn't being nice. <laughs> She's pleasant. And she doesn't come right out and say you're a bitch. But you figure it out later. Like, oh, wait, I think she meant this. So Rose has yes. her superpower. Yes. So I I was able to get my cards and maintain um, dignity and maybe help another person internalize their words a little bit better <laughs> <laughs> so that they did not continue to spread vile to any other ear that might just be listening. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> but how... How weird is that in in today's society that people just feel that they can just say whatever? Well, you know, I, she was a, she was older than me. I would say probably mid fifties, early sixties. Um, not to give her a pass, but she grew up differently than I did. This is the same vile bullshit that my father would say. Yeah. Um. So I understand that from having a bigoted parent. But am I going to let it pass and not say anything? Uh, that's not me. I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to do it as respectful as possible. I'm going to respect my elders, but it's not okay anymore. It's just not okay for an older white woman to feel comfortable telling another, you know, middle-aged white woman all of this racist and judgmental shit. Like, 
it's just not okay anymore. And I think that she felt comfortable talking to another white woman and uh, got a little something different than what she expected. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't ever feel comfortable just talking to someone I don't know like that. Well, you wouldn't say stuff like that. Well, no. But, I mean, believe me, there's plenty of times where I see something at the store or, you know, when I'm out and about that I think, you know, this person next to me is probably looking at that same person thinking the same thing. But we're not, I'm not verbalizing it. Yeah. So if a person that I know celebrates Christmas, I will get that for them. If I don't know what they celebrate or am unsure, like the Reddit person I have a feeling they celebrate Christmas, but because I don't know, mm-hmm. that Happy Holidays card was the winner. I don't know this person personally. This is what I am sending to him because I honor whatever it is that he chooses to celebrate. Right. So um, that was a perfect card. Thank you, ma'am, for pointing that out to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd be, I wouldn't have a problem writing everything on a card. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, you know, whatever you celebrate, happy, you know, Yuletide, whatever it is, here is all of them. Circle what applies. Yeah. And I'm not offended by people saying Merry Christmas at stores. There's a whole big to do about that as has been, you know, for many years. But I don't think a non-Christian needs to feel some kind of way about that it's just a greeting and in your own mind i feel like you can say well she's just expressing something happy to me i'm talking about a cashier like saying you know merry christmas well merry christmas and i it's just a greeting i don't have to get all up in arms like i don't celebrate christmas now if i see someone that is clearly muslim i'm not going to say merry christmas yeah um but, or, you know, if they're wearing a yarmulke, they're clearly Jewish. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say it, but for pretty much everybody else, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. I had someone at a establishment once tell me, um, I said Merry Christmas to them. And they, they looked at me and the look they gave me was just kind of weird. Like it was a sigh of relief on their eyes almost. Hmm. And they went, Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. And, you know, we kind of lingered there for a second because I could tell it was there was something behind the thank you. And so they said they are not allowed to say Merry Christmas Mm. unless it is to return a Merry Christmas. Mm. So I went down the line and I said Merry Christmas to about five of her coworkers. (laughs) Um, I don't know if they celebrate Christmas either, but, you know, and I'm not trying to be an ass about it. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, it is what I believe and what I celebrate. And you say happy holidays to me. I will say happy holidays back. But um, and I'm not offended if, you know, you don't want to say Merry Christmas. That's okay. Yeah. I don't mean anything by it, but Merry Christmas to all and to all good night. (laughs) Look to the southwestern sky and see that bright shining star. Take advantage of today. I hope you're listening to this early enough to start something new today and get the ball rolling to your kingly self, whatever is happening in your world. You'll tie. That's beautiful. Thank you. We'd never sing like that. 
Thank you. I should never say <laughs> So until next week, enjoy whatever it is that you celebrate or not celebrate. Do whatever. Stay warm. Be happy. Be happy. Eat the cookies. And be safe. Absolutely. So until next week, bye. Bye.